I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. Welcome to Checking Out the Competition, the Pittsburgh Penguins edition. I am joined by Caitlin Dividock from Pennsburg, our SB Nation affiliate. Kate, thank you so much for joining me today. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> so I, I want to jump right in um, and talk about you know, the, the trade deadline. So now we're seeing you know, the, the Pittsburgh Penguins 2017-2018 2.0. Tell me about the moves. Do we like them? Do we hate them? And do they make the Penguins a stronger team? Well, uh, we can just start out with all the goods. Um, getting uh, Brassard or Brassard or however the heck you say it um, was unreal. Like Jim Rutherford is a magician when it comes to the trade deadline. And the fact that he managed to land this is I'm still like, I still can't believe that it happened. Like collusion. (laughs) But like, I swear to God, there has to be something with like the fact that like Vegas retained like half of his salary. It has to deal with Mark Andre Fleury. It has to like, he had to go over to Vegas and be like, so, uh, yeah, we're going to give you Mark Andre Fleury, but when um, the trade deadline comes, you're going to take like a ton of money so that we can get a shit ton better. Like that's exactly what happened. I know it. Like Rutherford was like, mm-hmm, you can have Fleury. He's going to, you know, be a huge hole and it's going to suck and it's going to hurt, but you're going to do something really big for us. And I swear it has to be it because otherwise this would have never happened. So yeah. I was I was actually waiting for them to get a second deal done just between like Pittsburgh and Vegas that day because like I couldn't I couldn't believe for the life of me that Vegas would retain forty percent salary on someone that was never going to play for them absolutely not and then he turned it around and somehow got rid of Ryan Reeves too like <laughs> like he not only signed Rosard. Got him to retain uh, all, almost like you know, half of his salary, and then he took Ryan Reeves too. Like I, I it was like Christmas. Like I've never been happier in my entire life. Like don't get me wrong, Reeves served his purpose. Like none of us, you know, in the Pittsburgh hockey community really liked that trade. Everyone in the NHL, including you, from like the, the NHL previous. <laughs> relentlessly and I was just like ah I don't know what to do like I understand that he's he's gonna just be awful and he was yeah but we got you know he's gone I mean I appreciated for him for what he was don't so, wait, he's not with you guys anymore you exactly. don't have to, you don't have to play nice <laughs> it's great so yeah that those were the good things like I'm still like I said I'm still like completely in shock the bad news is we lost Ian Cole and Ian Cole Though he wasn't like the flashiest player ever, was so solid on the blue line. Like he, he wasn't like an offensive, you know, big shot like Latang or like Schultz. But he was incredibly physical, especially throughout the neutral zone. Um, he, you know, didn't contribute offensively all that much, but he was like he would always get that big hit whenever you needed it. Um, he would score like every once in a while, and it would be. 
you know, unexpected, but it would be this like in the perfect moment too. Um, throughout the playoffs, especially during the finals, he was just so solid and just having that kind of presence on the blue line is good. And it's it's something that you definitely need whenever you're, you know, going for another cup. But now that we don't have him, we're relying on a guy named Matt Hunwick, who just he's bad. He's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone tries to defend him, and he's – it's no, he's bad. So, finally, he's out of the lineup, So and we're dealing with that. But, yeah, like I said, really, really good news with Broussard. Cole kind of sucks because the defense right now, uh, the depth is not that great. So, we'll see how it goes. I mean, we're – this team is – is I get it. They dealt with, like, Latang, you know, being gone. So, with Cole being gone, too, it's not as huge – of the thing is, you know, the sang leaving, but Cole definitely will hurt in the playoffs, like for sure. And then he ends up in in a division inside the division with Columbus. Like that sucks. Yeah, it really does. I mean, Columbus is kind of falling apart, but if they somehow manage to like climb their way back up, I I don't know if they will. But if they do, and we end up getting them in the first round again, that will definitely play a role because that's a huge and physical matchup. So. I, w- I want to touch on that a little bit later with the first round um, because, well, screw it. I'll just do it now. <laughs> so as of today, prior to the game being played on Wednesday, there's a 45% chance we're looking at a Flyers-Penguins round one of the playoffs. It's that high. Ooh. Yeah, that's according to uh, Micah over at Ineffective Math, uh, and he's um, – I don't know his, <laughs> that's his handle. And I should know his website, but I don't right now off the top of my head, uh, which is really bad. Um, <laughs> I'm looking it up now because I feel like uh, hockey viz. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, so 45% chance. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the matchup that I personally want because. Like that was the last time that I remember the playoffs really mattering in Philadelphia was when we were playing the Penguins in, was it 2012? Yeah, it was a while ago. A long time ago (laughs) because we haven't had any like real meaningful hockey here in a while. So I'm all for this. Mm -hmm. How would you feel about that? Um, whenever you post this question to me, I, I really wasn't sure how I felt about it to begin with. Like at first I'm thinking like, yeah, this is a super great rivalry and it's always fun to watch. But then I thought about how it hasn't been that great of a rivalry recently. And like, it's, I think it's, it'll be fun if that ends up happening. I feel it's going to be physical. I mean, the Flyers are actually, you know, doing pretty well despite, you know, a couple games that they had with, I mean the lightning, you know, but yeah. In Florida. <laughs> so I mean we the penguins had trouble with Florida too, but like yeah, the Flyers are like they they've surprised me this year. And I think for the Metro that makes it all the more fun. I think that if we if they ended up uh playing in the first round together, it would be kind of the similar kind of similar like um the first round last year with Pittsburgh and Columbus. It'll be physical. Um the teams obviously don't like each other very much. Um the, the crowds obviously don't like <laughs> very we <much>. do okay <laughs> so i mean i i think from a fan standpoint it'll be a lot of fun and i think it'll be a good way to reignite that rivalry from a hockey standpoint 
I think that this is also a really good matchup for the Penguins. Um, I admittedly haven't watched much of uh, Philadelphia this year, but I do know that they went on that like tear like recently, right? They, mm -hmm. they had, I don't know how many games it was in a row, but they were just playing phenomenal. Um, the only reason I actually do know this is because I have Konechny and Kachuria on my fantasy team. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so I've been, I've been really excited about that. But um, yeah, I think it'll be a good matchup, especially in the first round for each team. Um, it'll be great for like, like I said, the rivalry. And when it comes to a hockey standpoint, again, I haven't watched much of the Flyers, and I'd have to really, you know, delve into stats and all that fun stuff. But I, I think that it would be a lot of fun. Bring it on. Why not? Yeah, that's I mean, that's what I'll say. Let's just lean in. Let's this. We're playing on on really borrowed time this year. We shouldn't. After losing ten games in a row in November, we shouldn't be making the playoffs. But now we're fighting for number one in the division. We're we're all the the three of us plus you know the Capitals are bouncing back and forth between number one and the Metro. Uh, do you think that this could reignite the rivalry? Just the fact that the Flyers are apparently not a bottom dwelling team. Yeah, I really do. Like I, I sort of miss it. You know, whenever I was going through college, I mean, a lot of, I went to Penn state. So a lot of my friends, of course, were from right outside Philly, you know, and yeah. all of them were, were Flyers fans. And I, we, every time that our teams would play each other, it was just, wasn't that exciting, you know, like, yeah, it would get kind of close and there'd be like some chippy play every once in a while. And, you know, Wayne Simmons would be Wayne Simmons and, you know, Claude Giroux would be Claude Giroux, and then it would just be fun. Like, it, it would be, you know, true to the rivalries, you know, thing. But then the Flyers were just not good. <laughs> yeah. They, they were we too. <laughs> like, ah, they were so close to being good, and then they just weren't, and then they didn't make the playoffs, and it's just been very strange for, like, the past – I don't know how many, like what, four, five years now that you. Yeah, it's been about five years. <laughs> so I think it would be great. I mean, I think that being, you know, rivalries with, you know, the West side and the, the Eastern side of Pennsylvania is fun. I, I, I mean, it, it can get, you know, a little uh, too angry at times. But yeah. I think other than that, it's, it's a lot of fun. Rivalries are great. And if one team isn't doing well, then they're not, exciting and they're not entertaining so i think this is great yeah excellent so it scares me a little bit because the flyers haven't been able to beat the penguins in <laughs> a while i think the last the last time i'm sure that they have since but the last time i actually remember the flyers beating the penguins was to get into the playoffs in 2016 uh, yeah i mm -hmm. guess and, and we hit we hit the caps in the first round so I know I know we beat them at home and we beat up on both of the backup goalies because Marc Andre Fleury was injured. Yeah. Um so speaking of your goalies, yes. Matt Murray, is he still injured? Yeah, he's still concussed. Um he's actually skating now in practice though. He's been in a contact jersey, so he'll probably be back earliest, maybe this weekend. That might be pushing it, but he got injured last week, I think the middle of the week or so. So I mean the fastest comeback he's had from a concussion, because he's had three, two of them Ooh. came from Philly. Thanks. Um, he's had three. So the fastest his turnaround has been was uh, 10 days. And that's, that's uh, it's faster than the two-week usual period. So we'll see if he comes back. But yeah, right now he's still, he's still out.
is that a concern for you? His, his health? I mean, three concussions in three years is not ideal. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the same sort of, uh, I guess, worry that we have with, with Crosby because he's been concussed a billion times and mm -hmm. like, he's, you know, our franchise player, he's the star player. And now we finally get a goalie after Mark Andre Fleury left that he was our franchise goalie. Now we have Mark or excuse me. We have, um, Murray, who's now the franchise goalie, like he's signed, I forget how long, but it's, it's a while. Like we traded away Flurry. like Murray's our guy and seeing that he got concussed and this, he got concussed in practice too. Like he took a, a slap shot from Olimata off of the mask. And it was oh no. So like the fact that he wasn't even injured in a game and he got oh. concussed out of all of this is just, it's very worrisome considering that this is like you said, the third time, but yeah. Uh, when it comes to the team standpoint, ever since the trade then line, and we kind of touched on this earlier with the defense being a little lackluster uh, recently, uh, the defense in front of the backup goaltenders, which are Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith, has not been good. But in the same note and in the same vein, they haven't been that great either. Um, it's They're very streaky. I mean, they're, they're both rookies. They're both call-ups from the AHL. This is their first time playing up, and now, I mean, Jari's been slotted in as, as Murray's position now. So he's, he's the starting goaltender now, and DeSmith is backing him up. So not only is our defense struggling, even though I think it's it's starting to come around with um, replacements with Hunwick with uh, Chad Ruriegel. We'll see how that goes. But, yeah, it's it's especially now that, you know, we're getting to the end of the, the regular season, our, our goaltender's are not getting much help and they're just getting the worst luck. Like, I don't know if you, you probably saw Tristan Jari yesterday, like try to push from his right skate to his left. I, I did. Fell on his ass. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that is the kind of luck that this <laughs> team is having. Like that is the epitome of what is happening right now. But um, after that little, you know, slip, uh, he ended up actually playing really, really well for the remainder of the game. And he, I think he stopped every, yeah, he, I think the only goal he let in after that was a kick in by Jamie Alexiak. So, I mean, he, despite the fact that he fell on his bum, like it, he actually had a pretty, pretty decent game and the defense played well in front of him too. So J Jamie Alexiak as in the Pittsburgh Penguin, Jam Jamie Alexiak. Yeah. He got traded, but he had an own goal. Oh yeah. Apparently he does that. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. This, this is just a yeah. thing. <laughs> I talked to some people from uh, Defending Big Z, and apparently he does that a lot. So Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> great. He's just following suit. Yeah. He's actually been pretty great, though. But yeah, of course, of course, things like that are happening as, you know, the playoffs are, are approaching. So I think with, with the schedule that they have, other than Philly, obviously, on Wednesday, um, they're both it's like the flames and i think toronto so they're out of the division and i think that they'll end up getting a decent amount of points with murray's return coming soon and especially with i think next week we have a pretty tough schedule and i think fingers crossed he'll be back by then so there's there's light at the end of the tunnel right that's now. good so who is who's the regular backup regular backup right now is DeSmith. okay i didn't I didn't know that. Oh, wait, like when Murray's healthy? Yeah, yeah, Um. Oh, there isn't really a set guy. Um, Jari and DeSmith have kind of been going back and forth. Um, 
the Wilkes-Barre Penguins down in the AHL are actually like pushing for a playoff position. So like both of these goaltenders are doing pretty well down there. So they'll, you'll see them get called up and sent back down and called up and sent back down. Um, they're really a set guy. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Wait, who started, who started the season as the backup? Was that Ranta? Um, no, it was Auntie Niemi. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh -huh. And he let in 10 goals to Chicago. Yeah. I, I, yeah, we don't, have to, we don't have to talk about that. I won't rub it in. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's talk about the game on Wednesday. So obviously we're pre-recording this because you can see the sun is out and we're pre-recording. Um, what do you, what do you expect out of this game? Oh goodness. Where's it being played? I don't even know. Is it? It's, it's in Philly, I believe. Okay. Let me double check this. I know we just had the, it is, yeah, we just had the road trip to Florida, so we're back home Wednesday. Okay. Um, I think that it bodes well for the Penguins that it's in Philly, because uh, Sidney Crosby decides to play really well whenever he's on your ice, so that'll be good. Um, I, I really need to, I'll need to put the defense under the microscope again to see if your forwards, who are doing decently well right now, um, pick them apart, because they... I'm telling you, they do not do well with a, a talented forward group. Um, but I think now that we are finally getting Broussard, he just scored his, his first goal. Okay. So he finally, you know, uh, broke the ice. And I, I think that he's starting to relax and gel a little more with the team. So the fact that we'll have a lot of uh, forward depth actually clicking now, I think that'll help. Um, like I said, the defense might be some issues. We won't ha might have some issues. We won't have Murray back. So I think that it'll be um, offensively. I think it'll be fun. Um, I'm curious to see Mrazek. Is he is he doing well? Well, that's a really good question. Um, yes. <laughs> so he before the trade, apparently he started for like a month straight in Detroit, mm -hmm. and then came in here and he started every game since. Oh. So there was a rough game against the Hurricanes. Okay. <laughs> there was a, a, a high event game in Tampa. So both teams scored six goals and then went to a shootout. So that was, it, it was a rough game for him, but also Vasilevsky. Like it was just a high event game. Uh, then a rough game in, in Florida on Sunday. So we're, we're having a little bit of a rocky start here, a rocky, rocky stretch um but the only the only other option we have is alex lyon who is our ahr lehigh valley phantoms starting goalie and that wasn't even supposed to be his role this year he was supposed to be the backup to anthony stolars so mrazek is doing as well as can be expected when thrown to the wolves okay that's funny how that the parallels you have like your your random AHL goalie come up and ours too. That's that's fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's an adventure. <laughs> it's something I don't even know who they have goaltending in Lehigh Valley right now because everyone was here. It's uh, it's been something. Wow, that'll be interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah, defense. Like I had Provorov on my fantasy team too, and I lost in the waivers because I'm stupid. So oh, so we have <laughs> one really, really strong, solid pairing. So Provorov and Gossespierre are playing together. Ooh, okay. The uh, other four guys, 
We'll see. So we, Andrew McDonald was injured in Tampa. So he sat out for the Panthers game okay. and was replaced by Johnny Oduya. Yeah, you guys picked him up. We did. We picked him up and then he got injured. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen by Wednesday. I don't know if Andrew McDonald is going to be healthy enough to play or if they're going to call up one of our our AHL guys. My my soul really <laughs> needs to see Travis Sanheim. Like I need to see him back in Philadelphia, especially in place of Andrew McDonald, but that's not going to happen. I don't think. I don't think that'll happen. Um, then the other three, we've got Raiko Gudis, who you're familiar with-ish, yeah. um, who's doing okay. He's playing with Brandon Manning, who is not good, and Brandon Manning is is dragging him down. And then we've got Robert Haig, who's a rookie and is has been partnered with Andrew McDonald for most of the season. Uh, he started with Gosses Bear, and they had a really strong start, so naturally rookie hazing had he had to go to go uh amac um and is just you know not inspiring he's he's a he's a solid defenseman he's a stay-at-home defenseman that has a rocket of a shot that nobody expects um but he's not necessarily someone that you need to fear like you should <laughs> gossip bear and Provorov. okay yeah after you get past like you're the top pairing and I guess Brandon Manning, just because I see all of you complaining about him all the time. It I, is I don't know anybody on that, on your, on, on the defense. So, Oh, you don't see us complain about Andrew McDonald. Oh, probably. I mean, I, I, I see a lot of complaining. So yeah. Yeah. Our defense <laughs> is, it's rough. It's rough. They, they keep telling us that reinforcements are on the way and then they keep doing things to make sure they don't make the team. So. Right. <laughs> it's a delight. So it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting tomorrow. You know, I, I'm I'm fascinated to see what the Pittsburgh defense looks like. Um, especially hearing you say that it's it's a little rough because like I know what I know what rough defense looks like. You're coming off two cup runs, so I'm really interested to see if it's as bad as it sounds okay. like it might be. When I say it's rough, I don't mean, I, I guess I shouldn't say all of it is. I mean, we still well, have- you don't have Andrew McDonald, so like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. Um, Matt Hunwick and, and Matt Hunwick, so, you know. Um, it's, I, I don't want to say that the defense is bad. That That's incorrect. Let me let me fix that real quick. The top okay. pairing is good. Uh, the, the, the second pairing is also good. Um, the third pairing has been butt cheeks. Like it's bad. <laughs> but now that Hunwick is spending time in the press box and Rue ah, Weedle, it's hard to say, is is getting minutes and is doing surprisingly well. Like he was doing so well he got just he got uh promoted to the second pairing during the Islanders game. Like he was doing well. Um I actually expect him to be on the second pairing again because that's where he practiced today. So there's they're finally kind of like mixing them up so that it's more of an even um, strength sort of thing. And now Hunwick's gone. So that side will hopefully be taken care of. Alexiak will hopefully, you know, play like he did with uh, Cole and it'll be better. So like it's just that third pairing. It's it's getting better. 
but there there's a lot of upside with okay yeah all right all right so i'm gonna make you say something nice about philadelphia but you can follow it up by something mean <laughs> philadelphia um, in general or philadelphia the team oh the team the team okay. the team so what flyer are you the most excited to watch and then who is your most hated flyer on the current roster okay most excited to watch the first time i was asked this question by kelly i said nolan patrick because he is a sweet boy and fun it's and that true. was many months ago that was many moons ago um i still like him he's like playing really well because yeah not doing very well and now he is so yay um but if i had to choose someone else um i i think i said this too i really like couturier i like his game i like that he's an offensive presence i like that he's always like in the mix i like that he's getting me points in fantasy and <laughs> yeah i just i really like him as a player i i always like find myself you know finding him on the ice um he just I don't know what it is about his game, but that it just really draws me in. Um, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, we love him. And this season was a great season to pick him up on fantasy because he's just <laughs> he's blowing it out of the water. Um, okay, so when it comes to my most hated flyer, um, thankfully, uh, he'll be out. It's Wayne Simmons. Hate him. Oh. I do not like Wayne Simmons at all. Oh no. <laughs> um I don't I don't know what it is. It might be, he's super aggressive and like, is he's kind of like Hornquist a little bit. Like he's always like driving to the net. He's always like falling everywhere, trying to make really big plays. And at the same time, he is a pest. And it always seems like if there's mm -hmm. some sort of like extracurricular activity, you know, after the whistle, he's involved somehow, you know, like I'm just, oh, it's always Wayne Simmons. Like, of course mm -hmm. it's Wayne Simmons. <laughs> um, but that being said, he's also hurt, right? Yes. Yeah. He's he's been on and off injured or, or at least hurt throughout the entire season. But th at this point, they told him or he said, I can't play. So he's he's been sitting out. Um, we're probably looking at another week before he comes back. But oh, well, good. That, that's yeah. good for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good for you if you don't want to play against him. But I've got good news. Travis Konechny, who is also on your fantasy team, has taken up the role of being the pest. And he always has been. But you'll probably see it a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. I've, I picked him up and was very, very surprised that he was he, – but he had like a six-game streak where he had a goal or an assist or both. Yeah. Incredible. So – yeah. yeah, Dave Haxtell decided to take the leash off and let him play <laughs> with with Giroux and Couturier, and it's made a big difference. Giroux too. Yeah, he's always he always tends to just score whenever we don't want him to score. So the list too. Excellent. Well, Kate, it has been an absolute delight. Tell everyone where they can find you. Um, I am um, at Kate Divi, the first four letters of both my name and uh, last name on Twitter, and. Um, uh, you can find me on Pennsburg. I write regularly and make fun of my team. So it's a good <laughs> Well, it was great talking to you. And it was a pleasure. Um, you're one of the only people that I like in the city of Pittsburgh <laughs> or the surrounding area. So. You're one of the only people I like in Philly. So it's a good relationship. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you for being a delight. And again, thanks for joining me. No problem. Thank you.
Hey guys, this is John Stolness from The Good Fight and the Phillies podcast, Hitting Season. Man, the 2018 season was, well, it was interesting anyway, and the upcoming offseason looks to be even more interesting. So if you want to stay up to date on all things Phillies this offseason, subscribe to The Good Fight podcast feed and get my podcast, Hitting Season, where I talk to Phillies beat writers, broadcasters, and fellow Good Fight bloggers, as well as national baseball writers, and the occasional interview with Matt Klintak and Gabe Kapler. Also, you'll get Continued Success, a Phil's podcast hosted by Justin Clue and Liz Rocher covering all things Phillies, and The Dirty Inning, a hilarious podcast hosted by Justin and Trevor Strunk looking at the very worst innings in Phillies history. And you'll get bonus podcasts every time big news is made with the team. Seriously, if you want to stay up to date on everything revolving around your favorite baseball team as they return to contention, make sure you are subscribed to the Good Fight podcast feed.